So live coming you from Casey's Kitchen. <laughs> Sports shenanigans. It's taco night. It is taco night. Taco and rice. <laughs> we know live up in here. Hello and welcome to Sports Shenanigans. Special edition taco night. It is taco night in the Houston household. <laughs> We're attempt to make tacos. While we podcast. A lot of news, mainly NBA. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. So we can get through the NFL relatively quick here, I think. I added more stuff, so. Okay. Not a lot, but just some stuff. Okay. Well... You have the Chargers and Phillip Rivers, who mutually agreed that Phillip Rivers will enter free agency and not return to the team. I think we all kind of saw that coming with what was kind of happening. Wasn't a good year for him. And Antonio Brown apologized to Big Ben, saying he never realized how good he had it. I mean, he did have it pretty good. (laughs) Uh, Miles Garrett was reinstated by the NFL. Not a surprise. Nope. If they reinstate uh, Vontez Burfecht at all, ever, they're going to reinstate him, so we're good. (laughs) And then Garrett doubled down on saying that Mason Rudolph called him the N-word, which Rudolph said was a bold-faced lie. And I don't believe a lot that comes out of Mason Rudolph's mouth, but I don't really know what to make of it. I don't know what to make of this either, because Garrett's the only one who's saying it happened, but I also don't know why you would double down after getting reinstated. Exactly! <laughs> like, like I could see, like, maybe if he was trying to get some pity or whatever in the initial sentencing, but the punishment's over. There's really no benefit for him to come out and bring it back up. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, so I don't know. Some I I can tell you one thing. I have some pretty good sources. I can tell you one thing about this situation. Yeah. One of them is lying. You know that whoever your source is deserves a pay raise. Because <laughs> dang, that is some news right there. <laughs> So, I don't know. Um, Drew Brees is planning on returning to the Saints for the 2020 season. Uh, I mean, there was suspicion he'd retire. But, I mean, when you have that good of a team, which they're a very good team, why would you not try and come back one more, a couple more times? But now they have a choice to make of whether they – get rid of Taysen Hill or they get rid of Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be Bridgewater. Which I find crazy. I would get rid of Hill because I don't know if Hill is a... Well, Hill came out and wants to be a starting quarterback somewhere. I saw that. I wasn't quite sure how much I can believe it because... I, I can believe that he wants to. I, well, I guess okay, yeah. he's delusional in thinking so. Yeah, I don't necessarily think he's going to find 
Well, he could find a, probably a team that could give him a chance after some of what he's done, but I don't really see him doing well. Yeah. Like, he's doing very well in the Saints. Well, probably stay on the Saints and continue to do that very he's well. He's doing very well on the Saints playing special teams and receiver and sometimes tight end yeah. and once in a while on fourth down playing quarterback. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. A lot of fire. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but speaking of the Saints, um, I read something the other day about Mike uh, Thomas. So in two years, Mike Thomas has had a hundred and they're not a hundred, two hundred and forty-seven receptions. Oh, oh yeah. Next closest receiver in a two-year stretch has like forty-seven. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> I just wanted to share that. <laughs> we can move on now. It just needed to be said. <laughs> Uh, Greg Olson signed one year, seven million with the Seahawks. All right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. I feel like it's about the deal I thought he might get that I thought the team would probably give him to try him out. Try him one more time. See what he's got. Yeah. Uh, um,. Melvin Gordon says that Philip Rivers is going to the Colts. There has been a lot of speculation for that to happen. I'm not the biggest fan of it. Um, I don't understand why they would do it. I don't either. Because, like, Philip Rivers is at the end of his career. We all know that. And he didn't play any better than Brissett last year. <laughs> oh. Like, this is. We should just. You know, draft a quarterback. Maybe, I, I don't know. Well, I don't know which quarterback to draft, but draft one of them and see if they're the answer. Mm-hmm. I get, like, doing, like, a one-year deal, prove it, and then, like, I have mentor someone, but Brissett can do that. He can mentor in a way. I mean, he can show them how to put, get play in the league. Mm-hmm. He's not a winning quarterback, but, I mean, he knows what he's doing, at least. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Jameis Winston got LASIK surgery. Now he can throw 40 t- interceptions. No, I think we saw 30-30 vision Jameis Winston. Now we're going to see 20-20 vision Jameis Winston. Ooh. Interesting. Um, it's not gonna so, help him get a job. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he'll get a job. Being able to see might help. I mean, yes, he'll get a job somewhere. It won't be with the Buccaneers, by the sounds of it. But which, keep an eye on them. I could see them trading up and drafting a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now, which one? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it's not Joe Burrow, but <laughs> so some rumors going around. So there are 
Um, there are some teams. One, okay, so one situation is what is Carolina going to do with Cam Newton? That's true. Are you asking me for my opinion on what they're going to do? or Yeah. Putting it out there. Um, that's a very hard one because I can see it going both ways. I can see him staying because, I, I mean, he is a good quarterback. But Carolina doesn't have the greatest to pick. Um, so they're not going to be able to really draft a quarterback this year. So I can see him staying and then them seeing, okay, if he's the answer or if they really do need to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could also see him just straight up being gone and going to, like, the Bears, to a team that's more um, trying to win now without Trubisky. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're, Bears are a good team. I could also see Cam Newton going to the Colts, maybe. And, uh, no. I don't and want do the, but... <laughs> And uh, does Carolina, are they up there in the draft? I think they're middle of the draft. I don't know for sure, but I think they're in the middle of the draft. Hmm. Um, Tom Brady... It's sounding, I don't know, you're hearing a lot more talk about him leaving the Patriots. I don't know if it's just because it's more fun or if that's kind of where things are leaning. I think part of it's more fun to talk about. Yeah. I've heard heard some people say that they have sources close to him that say it's more likely he leaves. But um, I'd say the four main teams that are being talked about in the race for Tom Brady are the Raiders, yep, the Chargers, yep, the Titans. Ooh, didn't think about that one. And the Cowboys. I did not know the Titans. I figured what? I, I did not know the Titans were even kind of considering it. Well, the Titans are in it because Mike Vrabel's the coach, mm-hmm. and, and there's a bunch of former Patriots in the in the offices and um, on the team, and, and uh, it's in Nashville, which is a bigger city. I don't think it happens. I think they double down on Tannehill, or at least franchise tagging slash transition tagging, whatever the heck they want to do with him. Give him another year, see if he is their answer. Because, I mean, he's fairly solid. Mm. He's not going to lose you a football game for the most part. Yeah. I don't think he's any worse. I don't think he's any. I don't think he's much better than Tom Brady would be at this point in his career. Oh, I think he's a lot better than Tom Brady at this point in his career. Ooh. Well, um, I mean. Tom Brady right now, age 40, I take Tannehill, who's younger. I'm just going to clarify that. Not Tom Brady at <laughs> Tannehill's age. I'm not going to debate that. <laughs> um, I find the Cowboys to be an interesting one since Dak's kind of iffy on if they want to pay him. Yeah. 
be like, oh, let's give Brady a two-year deal and give him the best offensive line and Zeke and Amari and all of our other Maybe Amari. What? Well, maybe Amari. Well, if they get Brady, I'm sure they'll lock down Amari. Oh, yeah. At least franchise him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that defense. I think, honestly, <laughs> it would be a nightmare because the two things that are talked about the most right now are the Patriots with Tom Brady and the Cowboys. Uh-huh. If Tom Brady was on the Cowboys, it would probably be nonstop. Yeah, yeah, it'd be true. But we have to talk about the Patriots without Tom Brady and see what. Yeah, but but the only talk would be Tom Brady and the Cowboys. <laughs> it would be. But I do think if I were Tom Brady, that would probably be the one I go to. Of all of them, yes, that is the one that is the most appealing, the most I can That's, get it. I mean, it's, it's not L.A., but it's the biggest brand in sports. <laughs> yeah. And it's the highest chance of success. Yeah. Um, that's the one that's the most probably likely if he leaves. Or at least if he... I mean, I would think that's... I don't know. Him. I would love to watch him go to the Raiders and just go out in a ball of flames in his career. Um, I think it'd be funny if he went to the Raiders, just because Gruden's there. Mm-hmm. And that's just funny. Well, the, um, the the other thing here for Tom is if he stays in New England and starts doing poorly, it's because he's gotten older, you know? Yeah. That'll be the reason everyone says, but if he goes somewhere else, it'll be because Belichick... True. True, true. The Lions cornerback, Darius Slay, is on the trading block. I believe. They've talked about trading. At the trade deadline, they talked about trading him. And then it's kind of grown since then that he's not coming back. Well, I think at this point he should be because... Like, I know Nick Foster's not happy because he's like, we just get rid of all our good players, but... Well, that's true. You have a good draft pick if you trade up, if you say, you know, hey, Bengals, we'll give you three and slay for one, and you get Joe Burrow. I don't think they're giving get changing trading that well, pick up all. Well, that's... Well, you see, now this is part of the, this is another one. Does Joe Burrow force his way out? People are wondering if he's going to do an old Eli Manning or John Elway. And he's been say, in I don't, I don't want to play here. Yeah. I think because, I think he isn't, he from? He's from Ohio. So, I mean, this could be, he might want to play there. That would be the only reason because Cincinnati has a history of being awful and not and wasting talent and his career not turning out well. 
<laughs> I could see them being a good team. I mean, they have a very good running back. Burrow is a good quarterback. They have A.J. Green, who they really don't well, want to get rid of. Maybe. maybe. But, like, I could see them being an at least decent team that could potentially turn around. If the Browns can turn around. Well, the Browns didn't. <laughs> I mean, they haven't yet, but they have had a lot of they have a lot of good players now. Whereas before they used to have nobody. Which I mean the Bengals kind of have nobody besides Mixon at the moment. And isn't Carson Palmer saying don't go to Cincinnati? I think Carson Palmer is saying don't go to Cincinnati. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go to Cincinnati. And Jordan Palmer is his brother, and he's, like, Burroughs, like, agent or something. Or, like, top advisor. Interesting. Well, so, that's... I don't know. Huh. But, either way, if the Lions can trade Slay to get picks back, one corner isn't going to change the team. No, and the good thing is... Um, with this year's draft class, we're all talking about three kind of basically – not really three quarters. talking about two quarterbacks and then def, a def, uh, defensive end and then kind of the third quarterback. So, like, if they trade back, like, say they say – like, Miami comes to them and really, really wants to uh, – so they trade back to the fifth pick and then they can still draft another quarterback who is – being kind of compared to Darius Lee and like it's just as good. Mm-hmm. Kind of a trade out, get. I mean, they can trade Slay somewhere else, get picks for like another first round pick for this year or next year's first round or something like that, and like they can get stuff. Whereas, yeah, it can't. It, it can't be a total dumpster fire. <laughs> they, they can salvage something. I would make them an offer. Colts? Yeah. I mean, uh, he's pretty good. Yeah. Not going to lie. And we need help on defense. <laughs> Darius um, Leonard can't do what, what? Darius Leonard can't do everything. Yeah. yeah. Him and Kenny Moore, and I, I like what I saw from Rock, you seen. Yeah. And if, Hold that if, pick. And if Hooker can stay yeah, healthy, back. and Kari Willis, mm-hmm. I think we have. I think we need another corner, and we need. Oh yeah. Defensive line and a linebacker and a wide receiver and some wide receivers and a tight end. <laughs> well, we can deal tight ends. Maybe a left tackle, depending on what Costanzo decides to do. Yeah. Um, it's a crazy world out here right now. Yeah. So, um, there was a former number two pick, Robinson. Yeah, um, Greg Robinson. Do you remember him? He was drafted by the Rams. It's familiar. And then he didn't pan out. And now he's bouncing around, and now he's bouncing somewhere else. You can continue now. He was arrested. Today. With 157 pounds 
of marijuana. That's so much marijuana. That's a lot of marijuana. Most casual, from what I understand, most casual marijuana smokers smoke by the ounce. (laughs) Not by by the pound. By the pound! (laughs) Or... The, by the 157 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, does this make... So who's now more the bigger, like, pothead? Is it Josh Gordon or Greg Robinson now? Well, is this his first offense? <laughs> I think it is his first offense, but it's a mighty first offense. He's looking at 20 years in jail. That's true. Gordon never had to face jail time. Because he just smoked small amounts by the ounce. Well, and he failed drug tests, and yeah. that just goes to the league's policy. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> Gordon has a longer history with it, but that is a... That's a, a mighty. That's a quick way to catch up. <laughs> Let me make up for the time missed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jordan Reed released from the Redskins. Also, Josh Norman released from the Redskins. That clearing house. No, but they signed Stream Peterson. What? They and the Redskins re-signed Adrian Peterson. Oh well, see this this is interesting to me because Josh Norman was a Panther. Mm-hmm. And so that's his well, old coach. He got rid of him in Carolina. That's true. Watch him do it again. So Josh Norman and Jordan Reed now available. Um, Jordan Reed. We'll probably get a concussion by week two. And it probably, is probably, before, probably in preseason. Yeah. And Josh Norman's lost a step, I think. Yeah. Um, I'd be willing to and, sign him for a low deal. Yeah. Just to see. And owners accept terms on a proposal... Now it's up to the players, it is including a 17-game schedule and expanded playoffs in 2021. Hmm. I am interested in, like, all the details. I haven't looked at the details. Do you know the details of this? I, I don't know. All right. You just got the ESPN update and put it down, didn't you? Well... I mean, I wasn't sure. It's not accepted yet, so I don't want to dive too much into it if it's just going to be nothing. (laughs) If it's not worth my read, I'm not going to read it. Yeah, they didn't say it's the new format. They said this proposal might change. Rice is sticking. Rice is sticking, guys. Mm. I think the rice is done. I'm crushing this. Come to my house for taco night. 
<laughs> I make a mean taco. What's your next next thing? Well, we're moving over into the NBA. Oh, nice. Oh, Lots of stuff. Actually, I have a quick question. Um, mm-hmm. You're the Panthers, and you're just you're you're gonna move on from Cam Newton. So, do you pair whatever picks you have and Christian McCaffrey to trade and get Joe Burrow? No. Okay. I was just curious. Um, <laughs> I saw this as an article, and someone was arguing it, and I was like, you're kind of, I didn't understand it, because I'm like, Christian McCaffrey's redonkulous. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd probably sign, like, Teddy Bridgewater or Mariota or something just until I get through the first couple of years. Or tank next year. Yeah. I mean, the, the new head coach has a seven-year deal, so he's got a little time. He's got... Out. Time. Um. So in the NBA, Darren Collison decided to remain retired, even though it looked like he would be the favorite for either the Lakers or the Clippers. Um. Pat Riley says that Iguodala is still elite, relied on analytics and conversations with people that know him when deciding to trade for him. Um. There was a missed goaltending call in the Jazz Blazers game. Did you see that? Um, Damian Lillard. Yes, yes, was did. Not yes happy. did. Damian Lillard was not Adam happy. Mitchell? What? Why was Damian Lillard mad? Because the Blazers lost because of that call. Oh, I thought you said Jazz. The Jazz. Rudy Gobert is the oh, one who goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I got you now. <laughs> I, I was in my mind. I was watching it, and it was uh, Donovan Mitchell driving, and then Rudy Gobert blocked it. It didn't make sense. Now that I think about it, but that's what was going through my head. So I didn't really know what was going on. But I am on the same page now. So I mean, I was doing rough things. Yeah. Um, the Bucks waved Dragon Bender, Aww. clearing room for Marvin Williams. Interesting. Poor Dragon. LeBron reenacts a Kobe dunk in game. Oh, nice. They put it side by side, and people are like, "Oh, huh? Pretty crazy." Um, Bronny also did that dunk as well. Ah. Everybody doing it. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember how to say his name. He used to be a pacer. Bojan Bogdanovich. Bogan. Is it Bogan? Or it's Bo. It's like Bohan. Bogdanigan. Bogdanovich, but it's Bo. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Bogdanovich. He beat Houston at the buzzer with a three over Harden and Tucker. Ooh. It was a big shot. And the Lakers, this, is a, this was like a week or two ago, Lakers are expected to have conversation with Dion Waiters. Haven't heard anything else about that. I um, haven't either. I think they moved on. Yeah. Um... At the Oscars, the winner of the Best Animated Short Film dedicated it to Kobe, who also won that award. 
Um, there are 40. Here's an interesting one. There are 44 finalists for the Olympic team out now um, because the Olympics are coming up this summer. Yeah. Um, LeBron headlines, of course. Um, now here's a list, and Popovich is going to be the coach. Okay. Now, here's a, I'm going to tell you the list of some of the players that made this team or made these finalists. Dwight okay. Howard, Mason Plumley, LaMarcus Aldridge, Malcolm Brogdon, Miles Turner, Montrez Harrell, Joe Harris, Kyle Kuzma, Brooke Lopez, JaVale McGee, Marcus Smart, and Derek White. Now, these are the 44 final these made 44 finalists for the Olympic team. So are we saying that all of these players are in the top 44 in the league? Ah, no, no way. I, I personally haven't done like a list out to 50 or whatever players. Of your top I players. I guarantee you Derek White, who I've never heard of, would not be on my list. He plays for the Spurs. That's all I know. And Marcus Smart wouldn't be on my list, and JaVale McGee would not be on my list, and Miles Turner would not be on my list, and Mason Plumley and Dwight Howard would not be on my list, and then Kyle Kuzma would be on my list. No. He's played. Aldridge, Brogdon, um, Montrez, and Joe Harris would probably be right around the right around the forties. That's where they'd be. I would say Joe Harris is a very solid player. Boy, he can hit some threes. So, yeah. But I'm just confused. We'll just have to we'll sit down sometime and we'll write down 44 NBA players. <laughs> and we'll see where our 44 should be. And then Embiid and Marcus Morris had to be separated again. I think they get in a fight every time they play. Um, <laughs> Giannis, had, his son, uh, was born. Woo! Uh, so he missed a few games. And then... Yeah, that's understandable. That's a good excuse. Yeah. And then Jimmy game. Butler... What? I mean, it's just Jesus coming. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, Jimmy Butler, is he recruiting Joel Embiid to come to Miami next year? Uh, I believe he probably is, but I've also seen that Joel Embiid's comments. But, again, that doesn't mean anything because, I mean, people turn quick. Um, mm-hmm. But saying that like, he called that they would try and drive a wedge between Simmons and him. Um, there's not a wedge that he's his bro, woohoo, hugs, loves, all that stuff. Um, but I do think a Butler and Embiid, uh, combination would be very interesting. I mean, we kind of saw it last year. They were on the Sixers. Um, (laughs) but like with them, them two being the, the, the guy with the rest of this, uh, Miami team. Who was the yeah. most represented team at the All Stars? Yeah, and we're getting to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Steph 
and Clay played rock, paper, scissors, and Clay lost, so he got to give the speech honoring Iggy as, as his game, first game back in Golden State as a part of the Miami Heat. Oh. I thought it was he won and he got to do it. No, he lost, so that's why it's interesting to me. Yeah, very <laughs> interesting. I mean, Iguodala is a solid, has been a solid player for his career. I, I just don't get the hype on him right now. Like, he's not that great. He averages like no, six no. points a game. No, I'm... I, I'm, this isn't at all. I'm not even focused on Iguodala here. Like I get why the Warriors honored him because mm-hmm. he was part. Oh, yeah. He was part of that original five. What I what I'm talking about is Steph and Chloe playing rock paper scissors, and the loser has to talk. <laughs> it is interesting, and I'm not sure if that's a slam on Iggy or just a we don't like public speaking. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense because, I mean, they've done it before. Yeah. I don't know. I think it might be a slam on Iggy. (laughs) Uh, Luke Walton got called for a tech and then told Luca to sign an autograph for the refs. Huh. All right. Luca might. Uh, Lillard injured his groin, so he was out for the All-Star game and three-point contest was replaced with Devin Booker. Who should have been there anyway. Yeah. Paul George injured his hamstring. Uh, Pacers beat the Bucks to snap the Pacers' six-game losing streak, I believe. Um, but Giannis did not play. Ah, well, that's why. And now the All Star Game. So with the so we had the celebrity game with coaches Stephen A. Smith and I Michael Wilbon. And Common took home the MVP for the All Star Game. All right. Um, and then you had the Rising Stars Challenge, which featured um, it was Team USA versus Team World, and so Luca was on the Team World, and RJ Barrett was on Team World, and then you had Trey Young and John Morant and Zion Williamson on Team USA, and John Morant and Zion Williamson look like if they could play together, that'd be nice. Well, they have before. Yeah, and AAU. So they they have chemi- chemistry. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that happens for a long while. But I don't know. If, yeah, because they're both locked into rookie deals right now with their okay. respective teams. But I don't know if you saw any of it. But there was many a, a many a oop and many a dunk and. and well, that's to be expected, I mean. And it was just fun to watch John Morant play. It was fun to watch Zion play. Trey Young played really well. And, I mean, it was fun to play, watch Luka, too. But there was a dunk that Zion had where he bent the... Oh, yeah. He didn't bend the rim. He bent the whole everything. thing. Everything. <laughs> if there's someone left. If there is someone in the league right now who could break 
the backboard, even though they have now basically made it impossible to break the backboard at the NBA level. <laughs> I think Zion would be the one to do it. Because there's no one else that big that's doing that. That's throwing <laughs> it down like that. Yeah. Um... Let's see. Then you had the skills challenge, the three-point contest, and the dunk contest. Bam Adebayo from Miami won the skills challenge. Sabonis was second. And after the first round, it was all the bigs. All the guards were out. Yeah, that... I, For those that don't weird. know, Mike, the skills challenge consists of passing, dribbling, shooting. So and running. For, and running. So for a large power forward or center, those usually aren't the strengths. And for a guard, that usually is the strength. Who are the guards in it this year? Oh, you would ask me that, wouldn't you? Um, I think Trey Young was one. Mm-hmm. Um, let me look it up real quick. I was saying, like, I definitely don't look it up. Honestly, don't remember. <laughs> Patrick Beverly was one. Um. <laughs> Because I missed all of it. I didn't watch any of the stuff other than I went back and watched uh, the dunk contest. It was Patrick Beverly, Spencer Dinwiddie, Shy Gilgis Alexander, um, and Jason Tatum. All right. It was supposed to be Derrick Rose, but he was hurt. Oh. Um. So after the first round, it was Bam Adebayo, Chris Middleton, Sabonis, and Siakam. And then Adebayo beat Siakam, and Sabonis beat uh, Middleton, I think. Or am I the other way around? Huh. It just shows how much the league has changed. Yeah. Uh, bigs are now... They have they have ball handling skills. They have range. They they can run <laughs> a lot faster. It's just it's crazy how much it's changed from what it used to be. Not that I know what it used to be, but I can act like I do. And then in the three point contest, the headliners were Trey Young and Damian Lillard. Um. But since Lillard, Lillard was out, it was Devin Booker. And Devin Booker came in and looked like he was going to win it. And Trey Young put up the worst performance of the night. Yeah, I saw that. All participants. Um, bad day. Bad night. Bad, bad night. Bad, that's it. Um, it's bad night. But, uh, but then Buddy Heald came in and beat Booker on his last shot. <laughs> yeah. His last shot. Put himself up a point. Um, so Buddy Heald won the three-point contest. And then in the dunk contest, some more Aaron Gordon is involved, so there's more controversy. Well, um, there's dunk contest and Aaron Gordon. It was 
Derek Jones, who I thought had a good shot at winning, and Aaron Gordon, who gave one of the best dunk contest performances back in 2016, and then uh, Dwight Howard, who was the slam dunk champion back in 2008, and then Pat Connaughton from the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, Dwight Howard... I honestly, so it came down between Aaron Gordon and Derek Jones Jr., which is what it should have been. However, I did find Dwight Howard's dunks to not be as tame as they might have been scored. I uh, thought they were a little more impressive than what they're they, given what credit given. for. Yeah. All right. Um, but it was just fun i think it was more just fun to see dwight howard back in the dunk contest yeah i don't think dwight howard's like i'm going to win this no he's 34 i'm here and i'm gonna have some fun here yeah um so uh derrick jones is a freak of nature when he uh he so a lot. It's you just have to watch it. I can't really explain it, but the sure. um, go and watch it, Mike. Like it's normal to like see somebody go between the legs and dunk it or something nowadays. Or it's normal to see someone have someone hold a ball and jump over them. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's normal to have someone throw it off the backboard and then you out, you know, you catch the alley oop and you dunk it, but. Derek Jones did all three in one dunk. He had a guy throw it off the backboard. He jumped over said guy, caught the ball, put it between his legs, and dunked it. That was incredible. Now, Aaron Gordon. Incredible. So the way it works is the first round, everyone gets two dunks, and the two highest scores combined move on to the next round where they each get two dunks, and then whoever has the highest score wins. However, uh, in the second round, both Derek Jones and Aaron Gordon both scored two fifties, so they had to go to a dunk-off, which was two more dunks. Which I like that it's two more dunks. Yeah. That's cool. Instead of just like one more dunk, it's two more dunks. Yeah. Now, and it, by the sixth dunk, though, they were saying just give it to them both because Aaron Gordon had a dunk. I mean, he had a dunk in 2016 that we'd never seen before and were shocked by, and he had a dunk this time that we'd never seen before and were shocked by. And... So they're saying, just give it to both of them. Well, Derek Jones Jr., you know, eventually you run out of ideas because you probably only prepared, like, four dunks because you think that's all you're going to have to do. Maybe five. Um, And so Derek Jones decided he was just going to try and do a windmill from the free throw line. Mm -hmm. Um, he He had an extra step ahead of the free throw line, so he got a 48. And then Aaron Gordon jumped over Taco Fall. Fall, is it? Yeah. Who is 7-5. <laughs> yeah. And while we'll acknowledge that he didn't completely clear him, no. he cleared about 7-3 of him. 
<laughs> yeah, it was it was enough to be like, wow. And then he was given a 47 inexplicably and scored. And so the other thing about Aaron Gordon is on his first five dunks, he got 50s. <laughs> yeah. And so he scored a combined 297 out of 300 and lost. Yeah. I well, I admit I can't jump from the free throw line and dunk a ball. It's becoming a like that's what everybody's doing. Everybody can do it now. It's kind of like the between the legs. Mm-hmm. Everybody can do it. It's not that flashy anymore. Yeah, it's only flashy like if you jump from the free throw line and go between the legs. That would be awesome. But like that's why I think he added the windmill in. The windmill is not. I mean, it's an addition, but it's not the big addition. Like, it's not a, no, but I, oh, I, it's bigger than just straight jumping from the free yeah, throw line. It, adding something more. What I'm getting at is Taco Fall is 7'5". For <laughs> a guy to jump over is 7'5", guy. That's crazy. <laughs> That's wild. That's something we haven't seen. Because no one's 7'5 in the NBA. And um, no one can jump over someone who's 7'5. Yeah. So that's what I think Aaron Gordon should have won it. Not that I'm saying Derek Jones didn't deserve. I think they really no, that's That's they the whole thing. That's trip. the most disappointing part about it is, you know, everyone's saying Aaron Gordon got robbed. Well, it's not like Derek Jones Jr. was a, like a schmo. <laughs> yeah, he did good. Like, he had... I think these these might have been two of the top five greatest dunk contest performances. <laughs> Probably. Just happened to happen in the same year, at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> now, the real question, Bo, is have you seen Zach Levine's attempt from the free throw line? Yeah. Oh, the my. 360. Now, that would have been a 200-pointer right that's- there. See, that's that's adding more to it. <laughs> it is adding more to it, and that is a crazy adding more to it. Yeah. And he barely needs it. Because then you're, like, jumping backwards almost. Exactly. That's the next thing. Someone's going to do a backflip and dunk it. Yeah. From the free throw line. <laughs> yeah, from the free throw line. <laughs> um, let's see... So the All Star Game was real big. I know Common got a lot of praise for his opening, and Jennifer Hudson did good, and Chance the Rapper had a good halftime show, and the opening quarter. So here's the thing about the All Star Game: people can complain about it, but it is also a little more fun to not have. Like, like it be super competitive for a little bit because mm-hmm. you get to see them just messing around and trying stuff out <laughs> yeah and having fun yeah and so like the first quarter yeah it's real loose but there's a lot of scoring so it's fun mm-hmm. um and the second quarter is kind of the same way and so this year there was a different format where they were trying to win the quarter because there was a 
each team had a charity and like so like LeBron team LeBron won the first quarter and so a hundred thousand dollars went to LeBron's charity and then Giannis won the second quarter so his charity won a hundred thousand dollars and then the third quarter they tied and so that hundred thousand got what they both got a hundred thousand no. That hundred thousand got pushed to the fourth quarter, along with the other two hundred thousand that was going to be in the fourth quarter for winning the game. Um, and so, um, and then also the fourth quarter wasn't timed; it was just Team Giannis was up nine going into the fourth, and they added twenty four to their score, so it was the first team to one fifty seven one. And Team Giannis had a nine-point advantage for what they had done up to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fourth quarter is where it got really interesting because I know they were talking about if you you know if you get picked to ref the All Star game, it's kind of like a night off, just a nice little fun night. But it's a the night refs, off where you get paid well. Yeah, and the refs had to make three reviews. And they reversed a couple calls, <laughs> wow. and they had everyone, all the players were arguing over <laughs> calls, and Kyle Lowry tried to take four charges and successfully took three of them, I think. In the first quarter? Yeah. That's it? Wow. And Giannis was flying into the crowd trying to save the ball from going out of bounds. I mean, it was competitive. It looked like... A conference final playoff game intensity with all the stars. <laughs> with everybody. And even though Team Giannis was up by a nine and just had to get 24, so Team LeBron had to get 33, Team LeBron pulled out the win and 300000 more dollars went to his charity. On a um, throw. That was how the game ended. What? The game ended on a free throw. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I know Joel Embiid didn't like it, but... Those are the rules. I mean, it happens more often than not. I mean... I mean, what do you do at the end of a regular game if you're down? You foul them and they shoot free throws. Exactly. (laughs) It happens a lot. I, it's not fun during an all-star game, but, I mean, oh, well. But if you're going to foul him, <laughs> um, it was their fault. Lowry was on Anthony Davis. Um, but uh, Kawhi got the Kobe Bryant all-star game MVP award. He had 30 points. He had eight three-pointers, which is one shy of the record set by Paul George uh, a few years ago. But the thing, yes, Kawhi was the game's leading scorer with 30 points. Yes. But 25 of those were in the first half when no one was trying. (laughs) And he was also like seven of eight from three in the first half. That's crazy. So he he hit a three and a mid-range jumper in the entire second half and was virtually not there (laughs) for 
like the end of when the they, game. When they competed. Yeah, exactly. I like um, that. I like that this the first half, have fun, throw some oops, do some crazy yeah, stuff. I know some people are first saying part, this, the whole game needs to be like this. No, like ha- I want it. I want it chill in the first half, and I will stay up and lock down in the second half. Yeah, like if they were to be like, yeah, okay, the first half we're gonna play, have fun, we're gonna do some kind of like street ball stuff, be dumb, have fun, and all that, and then agree. Second half, third quarter, you start out having fun, and then you kind of slowly go to the all right. Now we're competing, and then fourth quarter is competing. That yeah. would be a lot of fun to watch, in my opinion. Well, even the third quarter, so the way they had set up, you know, if you won the quarter, you know, um, the third quarter, since they tied, you know, the teams were using timeouts and fouling and trying to, you know, win the by the end of the third quarter. Um, so that added to some of the, just having to win the quarter added to some of the competitiveness. Um, oh, yeah. So, um, oh, in the Rising Stars game, Luca hit a half court shot at the end of the half against Trey Young, and then Trey Young hit a half court shot at the end of the half uh, in the All Star game. Um, wow, limitless range. Yeah, and then uh, John Bailey is leaving the Cavaliers after starting fourteen and forty. That's not fun. That's not good. No. Um, the Clippers got Reggie Jackson after the Pistons buyout. So I think the Clippers are just signing everybody just in yes. case. <laughs> Their bench. Reggie averages 14 a game. Is Marcus who, Morris is on the bench or is Pat on the bench? Who? Who or Lou. Patrick? Who's on the bench? So I think Lou's averaging like 19. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark Morris. Averaging 12. Yeah. Morris averaging like six. Like they're averaging good numbers. The bench think, is a solid bench. Solid unit. Um. And it just got came out that Kyrie is going to have season-ending shoulder surgery. 2021 is when we will see Katie and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. See that experiment works. Yeah. Um. Also, Kyrie wasn't in the All Star game. Well, that's because he's played pretty terrible, I believe. No, he has. It's just it's different than in previous years. <laughs> it is true. Um. A couple weeks ago, Bob Knight was in Indiana. He returned to Indiana University for the first time since he was fired. Uh, um, And he, like, self-banished himself. Like, they have invited him back a lot. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And he, like, self-banned himself because I think he got in trouble for... I'm honestly not sure what he did. Yeah. And then he Um, just never came back. We got some baseball news, but we're going to save that for when Colin's here. Oh, yeah. So, so Astros drama and uh, playoff format thing. and We're hoping we can answer a lot of questions 
because I have questions, and... I just want to say, as someone who was pointing out the obvious flaws and sketchiness of baseball, I feel vindicated. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's... Everyone's like, oh my goodness, this is shocking. Well, no, it's. Do you look at anything else in baseball? It's all corrupt. <laughs> it's all messed up. Um, and here's a little thing for Mike. We can lead into tweets with Mike with this. The Daytona 500 was on Sunday. Well, it was supposed to be. I think Mike said it got delayed or something, so it was on Monday. Hey, um, I knew. What? I knew that. It got delayed. I heard it on the radio. Yeah. And then Denny Hamlin won the Daytona 500 for the second straight year, but I think on the last lap, Ryan Newman was in the lead, and then there was a crash, and it was a really bad crash for Ryan Newman. He ended up being in critical condition with non-life-threatening injuries after the crash, but he wasn't awake and speaking until Tuesday afternoon. Hi, Bo. Hi. I can't hear you. But yeah, so tweet with Mike. I'm not going to lie, I don't remember the last tweet Mike tweeted at us. He tweeted a lot. I think, I'm pretty sure he did too. I tweeted at him. It would have been on Sunday or Monday. What day? Well, he tweeted three days in a row at us. Ooh, Mike. Man. I gotta... Alright. Start from the beginning here. So, I did... I, I think I said his... Pot, well, his Super Bowl choices were... Yeah. And then... Oh, he texted... Okay, there's a thread. There's two th- different threads. Mm. Okay. So he said, today's the day. Slight chance of rain. So we'll see what happens. Well, There should be one before that, right? About his Super Bowl choices. Yeah, didn't I read it? No, that was from, that was a response to the last episode. I thought I read that, but... Oh, no, I'm going to go with... I don't think I read this one. This is a long one. <laughs> on. Oh my, I'm going to need to make a taco for this <laughs> We'll be right back I'm going to make some tacos <laughs> We're back <laughs> So Definitely did not read these tweets Because there's a lot of them And I don't remember it Okay I don't remember half the questions we asked him um, He says hey, hey at Sports Shenanigans as our Twitter people, go tweet at us. Uh, just had a chance to listen to the podcast. Glad Casey won the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I totally won. I totally won that Super Bowl, guys. That was me. Kansas City, Kansas City, not Casey. Not. <laughs> mm, dang it! I was expecting a ring in the mail. I am not letting him get away with that one. <laughs> it was worth a shot. Um, he he has a couple friends that live in Kansas City, so it's big for them. Um, hey. He's like, do I really need a reason to pick a team if it's just the if it's the right team? 
Okay. So right. I'll, I'll let that pass, Mike, if you tell them to listen to our podcast. I agree. Uh, apparently we asked about, I think, his postal wall again. Yeah. Yeah, that was in the last episode. All right. As for his wall, yeah, I have a wall of note cards, as you guys saw. I started in college. I just wrote quotes and such that I like on note cards and place them on a wall. Usually inspirational, fun, thought-provoking, I guess. Here's a pick. Let's see how many. All right, we got... One, okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So, six by thirteen? Uh, yeah, you got a couple up there. Seventy-eight? <laughs> plus some, because there were some on the left that I that haven't made it a quite. 13. Seventy-eight plus. It's <laughs> <laughs> good, good inspiration. Um... As for prepping for a NASCAR race, it's similar to prepping to watch any other sport on TV. I mean, oh, that was weird. There, a bug just fell. Sorry. Uh, it's similar to prepping to watch any other sport. Uh, I mean, get a beverage of your choice, lemonade or jaritos is apparently Mike's choices. Hashtag keep it and keep it family friendly. Uh, <laughs> so. Wait a minute, is that really Mike's choices, or is he just... I don't know anymore. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> you get the, and then he's like, you get the food. I mean, it's really the same as any other sport. Family-friendly, at least. Um, as for teams preparing, there's a lot that goes into it. Pit crews work a lot to stay in shape and get as quick as they can to go over the wall or do what they need to do. The drivers also have to be in good shape for the season as well. It's a misconception that race car drivers don't need being in shape. There's actually a lot of physical physicality that goes into racing. A lot of stamina and focus goes into it, as well as just regular athleticism. The drivers have to be able to stand high temperatures, 100 plus sometimes, for three plus hours. Uh, you have to think that driving for two hours at 60 mile an hour get tired sometimes so being able to drive 200 miles an hour for three hours can be exhausting as well as the g-forces that the drivers face as well i think there's a difference between 200 miles an hour and 60 miles an hour i think i'd be able to start with 140 miles an hour but yeah (laughs) i think 200 miles an hour keep me awake <laughs> just is just what I'm saying. Alright, and then also being able to take hard impact and still walk away, take some physicality well. There's a lot that goes into it for the drivers other than just sitting and driving. A lot of them run, bike, and weight lift. For the rest of the team, building cars and prepping them for the season so that they run the best that they can and don't break and don't break takes a lot of time and preparation and they still run into issues sometimes man you tweeted a lot dude (laughs) (laughs) so for me there's not a ton that goes into prepping for a race and season 
happen for the teams. A lot needs to happen in order for the season to start successfully. Now the season, a little more is going into getting ready for me because I'm deciding on a driver. All right. Hey. That does take some time. you got to find a new person. Um, after Tony Stewart retired, took a little time to find who I wanted to cheer for. I've settled on Alex Bowman in the Cup Series. I like his mentality and story and can get behind him. In the Truck Series, Jordan Anderson is a good guy to follow because of his story. So tomorrow, which it's already passed, is the Daytona 500. To help you guys out, since you're not watching, <laughs> hey, I take offense to that. Did Even though watch? I didn't watch it. Yeah, I was going to say. I'll probably <laughs> start the race. It starts about 3.30-ish. It's looking to be a good race. His pick to win is Alex Bowman, because he's a fan of him now. <laughs> if not him, I'm going to go with Matt DiBenedito. DiBenedito. I'm going to well, go with that. This is point our NASCAR expert was wrong. Oh, cool. Very... I'm thinking this is going to be... Wait a minute. How is he right about football, but he's wrong about NASCAR? I don't know. That's two different sports. But the one he knows and the one he doesn't. (laughs) I swear, maybe maybe Alex got in a wreck. I don't know. (laughs) He thinks this is going to be the year for him to get the win. His up pick, upset picks, still wrong. <laughs> uh, Michael McDowell and Corey Lajoie, Lajoie, and he said, "We'll see tomorrow." For oh, you should have put this first, Mike. For pronunciations, uh, feel free to ask. I'm <laughs> sure you'll see the race trending on Twitter tomorrow. So look for some tweets from me. Hashtag PitsoverFS. Yeah, I can't say half these names. <laughs> I do my best. Sports shenanigans. Today's the day. Slight chance of rain, so we'll see what happens. Well, it rained and it got canceled. Uh, driver's intro. Sing of God Bless America. The invocation and the sing of the national anthem are now complete. Next, the most famous words in racing. In racing, and then we're off. Did you just go through the entire race and just say what was happening? Huh. Engines are fired. Let's get this started. Are you watching the Kardashians? (laughs) No. Jesse is watching Grey's Anatomy. Oh. I just heard a bunch of shouting. We do not watch the Kardashians in this house. (laughs) Well, I just heard a bunch of shouting, and I know that's what they do. That is not what we watch in this house. Um, in the holding pattern because of a little rain, hopefully not going to take too long to get the track dry. Um, track is dry. and We're finally getting the green flag. Let's do this. Clean first lap. Three wide middle of the pack, but it's all sort of out by third lap. Lap 15, most of the Toyotas have fallen to the back of the field to try and stay out of trouble. Does that just mean Toyota's not good? I don't know what he means by that. I don't either. Is that just a slam at Toyota? I say stay until closer to the end of the race. So, like, are they very good at the end of the end of the race? 
All single file for right now. Caution for rain, a lap 21. In case you're following along on TV, I'm not. And I wasn't. No, this is not this year's Daytona 500 because of the rain and whatnot at the track. They're showing that instead of continuing the broadcast. Ah, they will mm. turn to this year's when the track is ready. And by that, I meant that they're showing the 2019 Daytona 500. I'm hoping that they finish the race tonight, regardless of how late it goes. Man, if you were dedicated and watched that entire thing, that would be crazy. <laughs> well, uh, darn it. Is yeah, Mike. Hey, Mike. I got some choice words for you, bud. He did family-friendly drinks, but he says this. Yeah. What's wrong with you, Mike? That's some pretty coarse language here. I understand you're disappointed. I understand you're frustrated. But in this household, as long as you're living under my roof, you're going to live under my rules. And we don't say words like that here. (laughs) The race was postponed until 4 p.m. Monday. Because of the rain. Shouldn't affect a product of the track too much because it's going to take... Because it's going to make it hard to follow tomorrow for some people. Probably won't be able to provide updates. But let you know afterwards. He didn't provide any more updates. Just just so everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Yeah, maybe he did. Yeah, he, he came he, back he the did. next day. He came back strong. As for sports shenanigans, again, that is our Twitter. It is active. You can tweet at it. Uh, Mike did Mike, several Mike, times. <laughs> I'm nonsense, Addison. We'll, we'll read it on air. Uh, back green today at 4 p.m. Listen to the beginning, but have not had time. Well, but he has a time limit on limits on the apps from 2 to 5 p.m. every day. So I'm not on my phone too much. Hence, no tweets until now. Not able to watch it now. Just listening online. How do you listen to NASCAR? Maybe on the radio. And he made a left turn. And another one. Another left turn. Well, Next left, left, turn. Turn. left turn. Left turn. Left turn. Into the pits. Left turn. Left turn. We're coming to the end of the race here. Okay. Left turn. Left turn. We're on the home stretch. We got four more left turns. One more left turn. And oh my goodness, a wreck. And I think this guy's going to win. Denny Hamlin. He <laughs> um, said, so I'll do his best for Pride updates, but don't expect much. Apparently, he's meeting with parents. Ooh. Parent teacher conferences. Parent teacher conferences, people. Hope you don't use that language in regards to their children. <laughs> well, he said the meeting went well. Listened to part of the race until the beginning of the meeting. Denny Hamlin won for the second consecutive year. Congratulations to him. Ryan Newman had a big crash on the last lap and is in the hospital with serious condition, but not life-threatening issues. Even being in good shape can't prevent some injuries, hopefully. Hoping for all for a full recovery. We'll find out more later after the media gives updates. A lot did, of did you see the crash? I haven't. I've seen the aftermath of the crash. 
the it was it was pretty rough. It was a blaze. <laughs> I was about to say the car didn't look good. Let's just no. say that. A live NASCAR community gathered on social media to support Newman and express well wishes and prayers. He's finally watching the video of the wreck. Newman got turned, flipped, and then hit in the driver's side door by an oncoming car. Super glad his injuries aren't life-threatening. A few years ago, could have ended a lot worse. Update on Newman. He is awake and talking. No timeable timetable as of yet on his return to racing. If you haven't somehow seen the video of the crash yet, it's super intense. Heard some news stations actually weren't showing it because of how graphic it is. Hashtag Brian Strong. Hashtag Pizza Fast. And then Newman was released from the hospital today. Uh, Ross Chastain. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're going to go with that. Driving at Las Vegas this week in place of Newman. And that's it. Wow. And we can't get anyone else to tweet us once. He's <laughs> a dedicated man. Hey, someone like our tweet. Or someone liked his tweet. Oh. Hey, cool. Cool, cool. Cool. Um, I think that's going to wrap it up here for Sports Shenanigans this week. And we'll probably do another two weeks before the next one. We might do... Just a quick baseball one. Yeah, because yeah, Colin... Quick, next uh, week. At some point, Colin is coming on the show to talk baseball. Yeah, he was um, supposed to be here tonight, but... Yeah, but he's a loser, so... He um, won't spend time with his family. Everyone, know, everyone knows that career comes first over family. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Look at our society. Everyone knows it. Um... Uh, so that's going to wrap it up so we have a Facebook at Sports Shenanigans HM email us at hmsshenanigans at gmail.com I think I said the wrong one last time um, that's why I didn't come through Bo yeah I'm sure that's yeah, why we still have yeah. one email from Four. August <laughs> um, and then we have a Twitter at Sports Shenanigans that Mike utilizes um, <laughs> so that is going to, that's going to be it. We caught you up on the NBA. We caught you up on the NFL in a couple weeks here. We'll be that much closer to the NFL draft and free agency. It might be, when does free agency open? We might be towards free agency. We might be in free agency depending on when that opens. It comes before the draft. Yeah. Does it really? I thought it came after the draft. No, that's in the NBA. Okay, so not the next episode, but the we'll be we'll be pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, got y'all caught up, and we'll have a Colin on at some point. 
to talk about all the baseball drama because it doesn't matter if you only care not at all about baseball. You've heard about the Astros and what they are doing and the effect it is having on the sports world. Oh, yeah. So, until next time, pit stops are fast and... Mike can keep watching NASCAR. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mark, Mark Madness Mark. is almost here. It's on the nineteenth. Oh yeah, very excited about that. <laughs>